Hey, listen, uh, I want to talk to you just a little bit about the big invite. Uh, Pastor Jared is going to come out here and join me. Matter of fact, Pastor Jared, come on out while I'm talking about this book. This book right here is by Andy Stanley. And how many of y'all know about Andy Stanley? You know about North Point. This is probably, and, and you know, different books have different topics. This book is probably the best book I've read in about 10 years. I'm not kidding you. And, and there might be other books I've read that are just as good but are on different topics. If you want to know the heart of this church, if you want to know um, kind of why we do church the way we do, this book right here really articulates that better than any book I've ever read. Uh, it's not that we have uh, copied Andy Stanley or copied North Point. He has just been one model that we have looked at. But this book, this book, if you want to explain to people the heart of the bridge, why we do church again, the creative ways that we do it, excellent, excellent, excellent. We got these at a great price. Uh, the book uh, sells for, uh, let's see, about $25. We have it in our bookstore for 15 bucks. 15 bucks. So guys, uh, we just encourage you to get that. The staff is reading it right now. And then after we get through reading it, we're going to read it again very, very slowly because it is an awesome, awesome book. What's up, bro? What's up, man? You ain't been up here today. You're usually up here. Feel good, actually. Felt good. Um, guys, we have been taught. Hey, the choir. The choir was awesome. If you can use me, if you can use anything, should be the other way. If you can use me, me you, can you can use, use anything. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be how it was. <laughs> you can use me. You can use I saw, anything. I saw your audition form on Sunday Night Live on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think some people would get offended if we actually let cat juggling it, happen in this service. I know. But I got to tell you, dude, no cats are ever hurt in the rehearsal or the performance. Miss. They're a little dizzy, but they're not hurt. Now, the little message that you wrote that you were uh, anybody that's willing to donate your cat, he said he would not use his sets of cats to do them. But if you have a few spare that you would like him <laughs> to use, he would do it. There's uh, a lot of this. There's a lot of hair, <laughs> There's a lot of that. <clears throat> but, hey, listen, how about the choir? Can we give it up for the choir today? If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. And I, who's that new girl singing that? Robin. Robin. Are you in here, Robin? Are you in here? Somewhere. There she is. Girl. That was awesome. I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm serious. That's some of the best lip syncing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's better Millie Vanilli, I'm telling you right now. That's great, great. That's her talent, lip syncing. Um, the choir, actually, uh, the song that the choir was singing was really about, about what we're um, talking about in this series, The Big Eye. Um, guys, God, God has spoke to our staff, and I don't say that very often, but God has spoke to our staff, and God is calling us, calling us as a pastoral team, calling us as a staff, calling us as a leadership team to get motivated ourselves and then to challenge you to get motivated. You know what the Bridge family, the Bridge Church is? You know what we are? We're an army. We're an army of people in this community. 
And God is asking us, calling on us, challenging us to not make this sermon series about us, but make it about others. There are people in our community who are lost without Christ. If they leave this world like they are, they will go into eternity without Jesus Christ. And God has stirred my heart. He stirred the heart of the staff. And I know he's stirring your hearts because I'm hearing more and more talk about it. He's stirring your hearts about taking the invitation to the community to come and hear the gospel of Jesus Christ right here at the bridge. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the calendar, but I want you were sharing some things with me this morning that God had kind of given you scripturally, and I want you to share some of that stuff, and we'll get into the calendar a little bit later. Um, those of you that are joining us this week that didn't get a chance to um, be a part of our services last week, we're in this series called The Big Eye, and this is our second week, and we gave out these packets uh, to each person that was here. If you did not get a chance to receive one of these packets that has all the information about the series, uh, what it means, and all the tools that you need, these are available at the Connect Center on your way out. If you'll just stop by there and say, hey, I'd like one of the Big Eye packets, they'll have them there that they can hand you. And that will fill all of the details in that you need. Maybe you have some questions about what the Big Eye is. And we'll get into that a little bit more um, today as we talk about it. But, um, you know, we, <clears throat> we were sitting there uh, Thursday night. It was a very, very powerful. And you can also go online and watch last week's message. Pastor Farrell, I, I will have to say, didn't y'all not think he did an awesome job doing Peter? And if those were wondering, that actually was an outfit he normally wears on his every day to work uh, and his Jesus sandals. So anyway. Very comfortable. It's very comfortable. Um, I tell you, one of the things that's so true about our lives is um, we do things that we would not ordinarily do based on an invitation that someone gives us. If you would like me to illustrate this point more clearly, let me just put it to you this way. Fellas, if you had the choice of sitting at home on a Saturday afternoon in the Lazy Boy eating Dante, isn't that like a meal? I don't know. Hungry man. How about that? Cheetos, Pastor Farrell's preferred favorite. And watching all day football versus attending a wedding. Which ones of you guys are going to choose football and the lazy boy? Come on, put your hands up. Y'all better be honest. Some of y'all like going dressing up for weddings. But you will go because you received a what? invitation. You will put aside something that was a priority for you because you received an invitation from someone who cares about you, that's a friend of yours, family, etc. So we go to weddings, we go to graduations because of invitations. Maybe your kid has a birthday party or you attend the birthday party of someone that is close to you because you received an invitation. You will go to a nomination for an award. Maybe it's for your work or your business. If your child is getting their Eagle Scout award or just a, a random dinner, you will go because someone handed you an invitation. And so this series is all about investing and inviting people to come to the church 
in the series of March. We, we want you to do it all the time, but specifically, we're asking you to invite people to come to our series that starts the first weekend in March. And we've given you in your packets four invite cards, and we think that they're quite cool and large enough for you to see. And it has just all the instructions. It's not a whole lot of work. Just say, hey, it would mean a whole lot to me if you would just come and hang out with me and our family on, in March, one of the weeks, and, and just hand them this invitation card. And they'll take it. And they may put it on the fridge. And they may come. They may not. That's not up to you. What's up to us is to invite. And so we were talking. And I tell you, you know, I just felt like uh, Thursday night, um, God was kind of stirring me as I was speaking and as, the, as Pastor Farrell was presenting that message uh, through drama about Peter. And I was brought back to the scriptures in John, I believe chapter four. And those of you um, who have heard this maybe preached or you've read it in your, in your quiet time have heard the story about the woman at the well. And then the woman at the well who was a Samaritan, those of you know that it was not very common for Jewish and the Samaritan people to come and to fellowship with one another. And so we kind of get this a little bit of a picture. We see Jesus comes to the well and he has this dialogue with this woman. And you can read all of that. I believe it's John 4, uh, verse 1 on down. And, and he's just telling her basically about her life and he's never met her. And she says, you know, you're not supposed to be, you know, we're not supposed to be conversating. We're not supposed to be talking. That's not common practice. And, and Jesus speaks into her life and he tells her all the things that she never revealed to him, but you know, God revealed him through Jesus. And he says, you know, uh, you know, you need to go home to your husband. And she says, I don't have a husband. And just, Jesus says, you're correct. You don't, you have five. And the one you're with now isn't your husband. And, and she's like, how did this man know this about me? And and so this dialogue takes place, and it brings us to verse 